Good Sunday evening to you. Welcome back to the From A to Zowie podcast. My name is Richard Zowie. Yes, legally, that is my real name. Again, this is the From A to Zowie podcast. It's sponsored by Buzzsprout, and it's also got its own blog, from wordpress.com. Again, that's from wordpress.com. And again, you can find this podcast online by Googling Buzzsprout with From A to Zowie, and that should take you there. I'm always looking for advertisers to support this podcast. And if you'd like to contact me about advertising on the podcast, you can reach me at from a to Zowie at gmail.com. From a to Zowie at gmail.com. From a to Zulu Oscar Whiskey India Echo at gmail.com. And again, special thanks to Miss Jen in Minnesota. I suggested some ideas to her and she told me they sounded good. So if you love this podcast, make sure you give her due credit. And if you don't, well, then that's on me because I'm too much of a gentleman to blame her for my boo-boos. Well, (laughs) I got an actor friend of mine upset recently. Um, The writer's strike has been going on. And I post on Facebook recently that... Considering what passes for entertainment on television, on streaming, in the movies, I would have never guessed there was a writer's strike because, frankly, I think a lot of it's garbage. Horror films, um, I have not seen a good horror film in a long time because most of the ones out there are retreads of Friday the 13th. And I'm not talking about the, the remakes. I mean, just... You, you read a synopsis, you think, oh yeah, this is pretty much a ripoff of Friday the 13th. So it's been a while since I've seen a good one. The last really good scary film I watched was, oddly enough, the remake of Pet Cemetery. But it was a remake, yes, but it blew my socks off. And the ending scared the shit out of me. So that's why I liked it and I recommend it. I usually don't like to use profanity, but it fits in that sense. I did see one movie recently I watched. It was called Hunger. It's made in Thailand, released on in, on Netflix. It's about a lady who's an excellent cook at her local noodle bar, whatever it's called. And she gets a business card inviting her to work for this elite uh, restaurant called Hunger. And the taskmaster there, you know, really one of those tough, demanding Gordon Ramsay types. Only perfection is good. And when you do f- achieve perfection... He asks you, well, why weren't you perfect before? What took you so long? They go to extremes where it's not just about eating, it's experience. One extreme is people want to experience what it's like eating, practicing cannibalism. It's kind of a weird scene there, but it's got a nice little twist at the end that I certainly did not expect. And she faces a decision. I'm definitely going to watch it again because it's worth it. It's called Hunger. No, I can't pronounce any of the names because they're all from Thailand. And thankfully, it's dubbed in English, though. But like I said, Hunger is a great film. And again, with the writer's strike, you know, I'm sorry to say with that quickly, this actor friend did not like my response. Uh, he told me, thankfully, there's not many people who have that opinion. Um, yeah, actually, there are. There's a lot of people out there that think what's on TV is doo-doo. And one friend of mine who lives in Idaho tells me that she has not watched TV in years because there's nothing on there that interests her. And it's like on Netflix, I'll look and I've got a list of ones I like, but 
Sometimes I'll just look, skip over and find nothing worth watching. It's a given. If it's got Sean Penn on it, I won't watch it because I can't stand Sean Penn. The only way I'll watch a movie with him is if his character dies a horrible, terrible, I wish I was never born death in the opening credits. And that's part of it's because Sean Penn, I don't like his political views. Not that there's anything wrong with him having them. But when you express political views that show you have a disconnect from reality, that's where I have a problem. So, but again, I really wish writers would try to write better, more compelling and quit being so fucking woke all the time. There's two medical dramas. I used to love watching one of them. Just none of the actors were really that likable. The characters and they had a storyline where a doctor gets an abortion. It's like, well, have the baby, give it up for adoption if you don't want kids. And in this other medical drama, it just became way too woke. And it's like, okay, I'm sick of this. And the doctor's like, well, why can't we provide all these things for free? And it's like, well, because in the world we live in, things cost money. And that's going to bring me to my next segment. Uh, let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. I could certainly talk more about the writer's strike, maybe some other time, but again, here's hoping that we see some more compelling films and that I don't have to, uh, resort to independent films. I remember one time I had a brief little chat on Twitter with Rachel Lee cook and she made my heart melt because I mentioned in passing that even though I'm a veteran, I still had to go through a background check to get a, a weapon and she thanked me for my service. That meant a lot to me. And I told her that I really liked this small indie film she was in called Tangled. And it's her best friend's in love with her. He doesn't know how to tell her. He watches as his jerk of a best friend, guy friend, moves in on her and just treats her wrong. And it's just nothing like what you would expect. And Miss Cook responded by saying, thank you. No one else saw that movie. But anyway, I wish they'd have more movies like that that give you to think, something to think about and things that are different that you don't expect. So let's go and take a quick break. You're listening to the From A to Zowie podcast on Buzzsprout, and I am your host, Richard Zowie. Hello, I'm Richard Zowie, host of the From A to Zowie podcast. Do you have a business or product that needs some publicity? If so, what a coincidence. I would absolutely love to promote it. If you're interested, drop me a line at fromatozowie at gmail.com. That's from A to Z-O-W-I-E at gmail.com. Or if you're in the military, that's from A to Zulu Oscar Whiskey India Echo at gmail.com. My podcast is on Buzzsprout. You can find it by Googling Buzzsprout and from A to Zowie, or you can go to buzzsprout.com backslash 1051960. Again, I would love to do business with you and promote your product. And we're back on the From A to Zowie podcast on Buzzsprout. I am your host, Richard Zowie. And again, you can reach me at from A to Zowie at gmail.com from A to Z O W I E at gmail.com. That's if you'd like to talk to me about advertising on here, we can discuss the products payments and so forth. Again, this is, I have a blog from A to Zowie We had been speaking about money a few moments ago, and that led me on to my next segment, which is the debt ceiling. 
Uh, this is something that goes on from time to time. Now it's President Joe Biden's turn, and he wants Republicans to push up the debt ceiling again. And it just seems like I'm 50 years old, and it seems like presidents are always asking for the debt ceiling to be increased. Maybe President Reagan did that. I would be very saddened if he did because Reagan was about small government, but I'll have to look that up. But Biden wants the debt ceiling increased. Mr. President, I say the word Mr. President very charitably because I can't stand you. I think you were never really elected. I have a better idea. Instead of increasing the debt ceiling, spend money responsibly. Here's how it happens in the real world. You have $500 in your bank account. That's what you have left over if you're living from paycheck to paycheck. And let's say all your bills are paid. And you think, okay, $500 lasts two weeks. If you spend only $300 before next payday, then you have $200 in the bank. And then the next deposit goes in. If you have $500 and you spend $550, at some point around the last transaction or so you do, you're going to go to the store and try to buy something. And this has happened to me, by the way. You're going to scan your card and the screen, instead of saying approved, is going to say declined. The screen may decide to humiliate you by saying declined insufficient funds. And then you call your bank, and this happened to me once, and you find out you're overdrawn. One time I got so careless, I had a negative account balance of over $500. That means negative $500 that I did not have that had to be paid back before I even reached zero. So in the real world, when you exceed what you, when you spend more than you have, your bank sends you a notice and cuts you off. And I'd like to know why Congress does not, that doesn't happen in Congress. Personally, I think we need to have a new amendment to the constitution requiring the U S budget to be balanced. And people say, well, you'll have to increase taxes to do this. Maybe somewhat, but not that much. But Of course, we'd increase taxes if you have people that want to spend a lot of money, but we need little, we need to go through our books and get rid of all needless spending. And we would probably find billions and billions and billions in wasteful spending. And yes, even in the military, you know, soldiers and sailors and Marines and airmen can make more money for their paycheck, but all but the military has other things they probably spend money on. That's a complete waste. So if we go through there and get rid of wasteful spending, we can indeed get to a point where no worry about a debt ceiling because we're actually living within our means. And I just don't want to see the day when the U.S. dollar gets to a point where it's completely worthless, like what we had in Germany where like $4 trillion or rather $4 trillion Deutschmarks would buy a loaf of bread. But it's difficult getting that across to politicians because politicians don't live in the real world. And it's hard getting it across to their supporters because to those supporters, as long as Orange Man is not in office, everything is good. We could be going to hell in a handbasket, but hey, Orange Man is not in office. We're good to go. Okay, let me, uh, let's go to break so my blood pressure can have a chance to decrease. And I'll talk about some paintings I bought and give a shout out to the ladies that I bought them from. I am Richard Zowie, and this is the From A to Zowie podcast. 
and we'll be back in a few moments. I promise in the future, I will add some more uh, commercials. On their way home from a deep space mission, they are forced to investigate a transmission. They discover too late that it's not a distress call. It's a warning. And as they fight for their lives, they endure the ultimate betrayal. 20th Century Fox presents, directed by Ridley Scott, a new dimension of science fiction and horror. Alien. In space, no one can hear you scream. And we're back on the From A to Zowie podcast. My name is Richard Zowie. I am your host. And this past few weeks, I've been doing something I have always wanted to do. I've always wanted to have my own private art collection. Certain people in my life, I've told them this, and they don't really understand art, and they think they just don't get it. And so I recently purchased two paintings. I've got some other paintings, some uh, print paintings I'd like to buy, uh, some prints of some famous photographs I'd like to buy. And I like to talk about the paintings. The first one I bought was, and actually both of these paintings I bought are abstract. I love abstract if it looks like there's a sense of order to it. Um, not like Jackson Pollock. To me, Jackson Pollock basically just looked like he had some diarrhea on canvas. Not a fan of his at all. To me, when I hear his painting sold for tens of millions of dollars, my reaction is, Why? But if there's a sense of order and direction, I like that. My friend Sherry Putnam, she did not give a name to this painting, but it's a very bright abstract. It's got blues and reds and greens and other colors in it. And it looks like a lot of... The best way I can describe it is it's like abstract meets geometry. Lots of interesting different shapes in there. And so it's one of those things where... Next time I meet with Sherry, I'm going to have to ask her a lot of questions about it because I love the type of art that makes you ask questions. And it's really fun when maybe the questions don't always have answers. But Sherry's been doing a lot of painting and um, she has a lot of artwork. And I'm actually trying to think about commissioning one of her in the future. It has to do with water. I'll say further details. But Sherry's a very talented artist. Her name is Sherry Putnam. And drop me a line from a to Zowie at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with her and look at her art and consider purchasing it from her. The other artist is a young lady named Joni Saad. Joni's first name, J-O-N-I. Her last name, she is of Lebanese ancestry. Her last name is S-A-A-D, Saad. Not sad, but Saad. Joni has an interesting, she's told me some things about herself. Basically, it's you get to know people, you learn about them, and some things stay between friends and she was talking about what motivates herself to paint. And Joni likes to do a lot of abstract also. And her abstract is like blue, almost like a bronze and silver and some other colors. And they're done. It's like cloud tops. But what I like about Joni's painting, which I don't believe she has a name for it. It reminds me of one of the most fascinating things in our solar system. The cloud tops of Jupiter. You look at the cloud tops of Jupiter and you wonder what secrets are they hiding below? And that's what I loved about Joni's painting. And it's just another one of those paintings where you look at it and it just all kinds of things go through your mind. So, 
And again, Joni Saad and Sherry Putnam. Sherry's last name is P-U-T-N-A-M. And they're both very talented artists. And if you're interested in their artwork, again, I will gladly put you in touch with them. One more segment in this episode of From A to Zowie podcast. And we're going to talk about um, the Asperger's Corner. And we'll be talking about Jim Brown and Asperger's. The late Jim Brown, I don't think had Asperger's, but I do. And that's what we'll be talking about. Again, my name is Richard Zowie. This is the From A to Zowie podcast. We're back on the From A to Zowie podcast. My name is Richard Zowie, and this is our last segment. You may have heard, if you're a big football fan, the sad news, I think it came out on Friday, Jim Brown, former Cleveland Browns running back, arguably the greatest football player in the history of the National Football League, died at the age of 87. And he has an interesting legacy. He played football. He was one of the greatest athletes ever. He was also a social activist, but he also had some problems with the law. He is certainly a very memorable man. And I remember watching NFL reels of him and you'd see a guy, three guys grab onto him and then he'd move forward, shake them off and keep running. And one person once said the best way to tackle Jim Brown is to grab a hold and wait for help. He will, he certainly, and then of course he had a career as an actor. He was in this movie called Original Gangsters. He was also in a gangster spoof movie called I'm Gonna Get You Sucka. And now I need to watch that because I'm kind of curious. But, and you're probably wondering, well, what does Jim Brown have to do with Asperger's? Well, I never met Jim Brown, so I can't comment on what his mind was like. But I remember reading early on, Uh, When I was in the army, this was right back in 1997 during the fall, I read his autobiography out of bounds. And one day when I was reading it or thinking about it, this song came on the radio. Gregory Abbott, Shake You Down. And even though the song has really nothing to do about football, it was playing while I was thinking about Brown in the book and the picture of Jim Brown, where it's clear that he's retired from football. And so the song got branded into my mind. Whenever I would think of Jim Brown, this song comes up and of course here's the chorus and again that shaky down by gregory abbott And of course, if you don't understand the connection with Jim Brown, I just did the best I could to explain it. For me, that's a personal one, and it's probably an Asperger thing. So whenever I think of him, that song usually comes to mind. And Lord rest his soul, I don't know. I know that he was kind of more of a conservative than than most 
but I don't know enough about him to know what his spiritual beliefs were. But Jim Brown right up there when it comes to, he's right up there with Jim Thorpe and Bo Jackson when it comes to probably the best athletes we've ever had. And that's been the From A to Zowie podcast. Sorry to end on such kind of a sad note there. Again, I am your host, Richard Zowie. This is uh, courtesy of of, uh, Buzzsprout, the blog I blog at when I can, from A to Zowie.wordpress.com. And if you'd like to reach me, comments, uh, reaching the two talented female painters, or if you'd like to advertise on here, my email address is from a to Zowie Zulu Oscar Whiskey India Echo Z O W I E at gmail.com. And again, I'm your host, Richard Zowie. Special thank you to Miss Jen from Minnesota, and y'all have yourselves a good night. <laughs>